Hi guys, it's Emmett. <clears throat> this might be a long one because uh, I'm going to talk about pricing my work and who knows where that'll take me. Um, it's on my mind because I am just had a great conversation with a friend of mine who is a fine artist and we were talking about how I could explore spoon carving in a way that is that makes it a fine art and how that would be different and how I could do that um, uh, in tandem with the way that I carve spoons now, which is definitely uh, sort of a craft and I try and keep it affordable. <clears throat> so if I do these two things side by side, then uh, the question is sort of how they would have to be so different that the difference in price would make sense. I couldn't just carve what I normally carve and try to present it in one setting when I'm presenting it in a different setting, the exact same thing, uh, for a much lower price. Nor, honestly, would that be artistically meaningful. I think for it to be meaningful for me, I would need to be exploring things that I am not exploring now with the work that I'm doing, uh, exploring sort of well, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not quite sure exactly what I'm going to do, but I have some ideas and uh, I'm not ready to explain them here. But but the point is, is that the difference in price would need to be, it would need to make a certain sense. And this all comes back to how do you price your work in general? And pricing your work, I have found, is so much about the story you're telling yourself and your potential customer and what you hope to achieve. I know so many people who price themselves out of selling their work and and so many people who, uh, let's put it this way, I know very few people who sell their work so cheaply that I feel like they are shooting themselves in the foot. My approach when I started carving spoons was to sell very cheaply. And then I saw what other people were charging. I thought, well, I should charge that much, which turned out to be a mistake. Um, and I very nearly convinced myself that there was no future in spoon carving for a living for me because I wasn't selling anything. I was trying to sell things at the same price as somebody who you know, was well-known on the scene and, and there just wasn't the interest in my work that way. And I didn't realize that. You know, I, think, I think we think of ourselves as we, we tend to look at our work and, and think, well, you know, my work is almost as good. I should charge almost as much. But the truth is that price has very little to do with the quality of the work and very much to do with the reach that you have and the demand that you have and the, the price history that you have and very, and it, and it, if it resembles somebody else's price, that's just a coincidence. It is not because it resembles somebody else's work. It's just that you both find yourself in the same spot. So instead uh, of quitting, I ended up cutting my prices in half. And all of a sudden I was on the extremely inexpensive end of things. And that's when sales started to take off. And as sales took off and as my time 
slowly filled, I slowly ratcheted up my price. Every six months or so, ratcheted it up, ratcheted it up. And now I'm back to a point where I was trying to be three years later. But instead of having no sales, I am fully booked all day, every day, three months in advance. So that's a vast difference. In fact, I don't know of any other spoon carver who has that much work lined up. And I think it's a testament to the price trajectory that I built a reputation and a community and a base of customers based on them having experience with me at a lower price point, which means that they will stick with me as I increase my prices since my quality was good and they value what I'm doing. And I think that that's one of the things that people mistake too often. I see, it's not that I need, it's not that I think a young spoon carver or someone starting out should price their worst work at less than mine. It has nothing to do with what mine is. It's that someone just starting out has the opportunity to use a low price point to generate business that they otherwise wouldn't have. It doesn't come at my expense because no one's comparing their work to mine and saying, well, you know, why should I buy from Emmett when I could buy from this person at half the price? It's just that given the relationship you have with your potential customers, the price is either going to resonate or it's not. And to me, the, the price trajectory matters more than the where the price is at. I would rather have started low so that I can be increasing my prices over time than have started too high and feel like I need to put things on sale or feel like I can't raise my prices. So as I start thinking about spoons as art, I am similarly aware that I could arbitrarily say, well, spoons as art, that's, you know, we're going to charge $60 for this. But that's not what I'm interested in. If I'm going to make spoons as art, I want them to be fine art of the highest caliber and I'm going to charge $600 for them. And it's not going to be a useful usable spoon. It's going to be something else. It's going to be an exploration. But it's going to be on that caliber because otherwise what's the point? Because I do feel strongly about I do feel strongly about maintaining my craft as something that is affordable for everyone and at the same time pursuing my art which is affordable to very very few and it's not that one pays the bills for the other although you could look at it that until until the 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 art vein actually starts to sell that actually the craft is paying the bills for the art and not the other way around as I assume most people would think would be the case. What I'm most interested in in exploring this is that I think there's going to be a great deal for me to learn about the craft from the art and about the art from the craft. I think initially Pursuing spoons as art will be informed by my knowledge of the craft, but I assume that there will come a point where I will start learning things in the pursuit of 
the art that will inform my ability to produce the craft that I wouldn't otherwise have attained if I had just stuck with it as craft the entire time. And so my goal is to essentially spring my work from the box that it's in and say, the sky's the limit, where's it going to go? While at the same time maintaining the work within the box. Um, and I think the thing that I've had to get comfortable with in order to even visualize this is to get comfortable with the idea that price is entirely arbitrary. It's entirely arbitrary in that I am not worth 50 times more. My work is not, uh, there's nothing inherently uh, about me that is 50 times more valuable today than it was yesterday. It's just acknowledging that price points are meaningful uh, to different groups of people and signify different things to different groups of people. And I can play both games at once. I can play the craft game and I can play the art game and they don't have to reconcile with each other in a way that a couple of years ago, I perhaps would have had to feel like I had to choose one or some sort of awkward compromise of the two. Um, so yeah. And I would say to anyone who is just starting out, don't be afraid to charge a ridiculously low price for your work as a means of pushing yourself to carve more than you otherwise would. I think people carve what they carve. This is what happens when people have a hobby. They carve what they carve, and then they feel like they should recoup as much money from it as possible. And they don't recognize that if they if they charge a low enough price that everything sold, that they would then feel more pressure to carve more than they otherwise would have, and that they would then get better. And it's a virtuous positively reinforcing cycle that that makes it so that you end up in a different place much faster than you would have if you had charged a higher price and stagnated thanks for listening guys talk tomorrow